to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley. Now, here's the crazy thing. I am coming to you from Las Vegas. I am backstage on where Caratop performs, okay? I'm doing a teacher training here, and I'm going to give you a little tour. Now, I know if you're on just on the radio, you can't see this. But if you go to my Facebook, Forbes Riley, I'm wearing a blue top in that where I've got my almost 2 million followers. I'm going to give you a quick little tour before we start the show because I think this is just a kick. So we are, in fact, backstage right now where all the showgirls get ready. And then when you walk out on the stage, because it's the funniest thing, it's never very glamorous back here uh, until you call what's break leg when you actually go out on the stage. And so what we're looking at here is here's all the silver backdrop. Here's our stage. Uh, I think you even take a peek at the audience. We do have a live audience today. Uh, Let's go take a peek out here and everybody say hi. Everybody say hi to my audience. I know, crazy, like we really are filming back here. And I just wanted to, just, I don't know, invite you into my world because not many people get to see this. I saw a Blue Man Group last night. Wow, talk about innovation and fun and brilliance. Uh, I do want to make sure that I am pinned for a spotlight here. Spotlight, there we go. Uh, I don't know if you saw all of that. But yes. um, definitely, oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's my Elvis. We can get married now. There's Elvis. All right, so what are we talking about here on the radio show on Forbes Factor? You know, we talk about health, wealth, and happiness. I just gave a speech about having um, an additional stream of income, ways that you can earn money outside of what you do, how you can monetize your gifts. And I'm going to say the first part of the show today is sponsored by what we call GSD. That stands for Get Shit Done. And what that means is if you're a procrastinator and somebody who says you want to do things and you don't do this, I'm going to become your best friend because life is better when you get shit done. And in fact, here's the thing. I live by this motto. Uh, A gentleman said this many, many years ago. And when he said it, it stuck to me like, like a hot iron in my heart. And it said, finishing is happiness. Now, for me personally, I've been, I've been pursuing happiness my whole life. And I tell the story that when I was a little girl, I was four years old, and my grandma slept in my bedroom. We just lost my grandpa. My mom was an only child, immigrant family. And we came up with stairs, and my grandma had passed away in her bed in my room. And it was sad enough, but when I saw my mom's face, and I can remember this like it was yesterday, and it turns out to be four decades ago, she was so sad. And even though she had a new baby, she had my little sister in the other room, and she had me at four, she was never really happy again, because the, uh, because the two people that she loved most in the world had left. And I went on this pursuit, and so many of you do the same thing. Something sticks in your head from the time that you're little, and it drives your life. So for me, I always wanted to find happiness, and I wanted to create happiness around me. And I became a people pleaser, not what you want to do. That was not the solution. But when I discovered that finishing is happiness, what does that mean for you? It means that if you say you're going to write a book, you do it. You're going to say you're going to go on a trip, you take it. You say you're going to do something and you finish it and then you look at it and you hold it in your hands. 
Being part of a book has changed my life. I'm a co-author in lots of books. I highly recommend you at least do that. I do have a new book coming out called The ABCs of Pitching. Can't wait for you guys to read a lifetime of how I've gotten where I am and the basics that allow you to also implement this. But what's something that you haven't finished? Just take a moment right now, write on a piece of paper. What's one thing you said you were going to do? I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to be on somebody else's podcast. I'm going to do whatever it is. The more finishes that you have, my daughter and I wanted to go to Greece. I've been talking about it. Last time I went to Greece, I was really young. And I kept thinking about it all through COVID. And, you know, of course, you couldn't leave the house. You couldn't travel. Visas for this, vaccinations for that. But I said to her, we're going to, I just want to take you to Greece. I think we'd have the best, amazing mother-daughter time. I'm in my 60s. She's 19. How many times we're ever going to get to do this again? And you know what just happened? We literally just opened it and said, we're, we, we took airline points. It's not like we just have endless money to spend. And on an interesting budget, we went to Greece. We spent four weeks traveling in Greece and got the most amazing photographs. Now, here's something so many of you don't realize. So Forbes Factor deals with health, wealth, and happiness, right? Do you know that when you're an independent contractor, you work for yourself, you own an LLC, some of the things that you do for business are tax write-offs, right? Most people just go on a vacation, very expensive. No, 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 not when you own your own company. So we took business meetings, we did Zoom calls, we took photos for branding, and a portion of our entire extravaganza trip became a business trip and a write-off. So stop telling me what you can't afford to do and start remembering that things you can't afford to miss. Am I resonating with you guys? I see Sheila and Bettina listening. I'm gonna tell you, I think finishing his happiness is an amazing part of this. And one more step beyond that, is this program that we created. If you go to GSD with Forbes, get shit done with Forbes, I will show you how you're gonna take any product or service or idea that you have in your head and turn it into a cash register. Things that you never thought of, but that's not good enough. Just because you haven't thought of it doesn't mean it doesn't work. I started this with one of my girls who'd lost almost 100 pounds with my fitness product. She called me and said, wow, I'm doing so great. I said, let's start a little once a week meeting once a week where you inspire other people how to lose 100 pounds. And she charges $19 for it. Now, you don't think $19 is a lot of money, right? Well, when you get 100 people on a Zoom call, that's $1,900. How many of you are doing that with just your story and a Zoom call? Hmm, think about this. Then if you do it four weeks in a row, you guys have $7,800 and you're on your way to Greece. See how that works? Or you could just keep talking about it one day when. Well, guys, that's what my father did. One day when he had all these ideas, he was an inventor, he was a magician, never got any of his ideas out to the world. In fact, many, many years ago, I'm sitting in a garage full of like a Willy Wonka garage. And he says to me, hey, kiddo, how do you think I get my ideas out to the world? And I said, dad, I have no idea. I'm eight years old. Well, the funny thing is, I spent a lot of my life getting inventors and dreamers to be on infomercials, to be on home shopping, because I do have a way for them to make money. But I don't want you to wait. I get very sad when I hear people who talk about things they regretted doing. Hmm. I'll tell you what, you're going to miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Is it okay to tell stories of things that you've gotten, things that you've lost, failures? Yeah. But stop telling me about what you're afraid of. Oh, I have fear. I have fear of success. Baby girl, if you've got fear of success, guess what's not going to find you? I have a fear of having too much money. Well, then it's going gonna to elude you. How about we embrace this? We enjoy this. And we say, what have I Forbes lately? What have I brought into my life? Who's on my tribe? Who's in my team? Who do I hang out with? 
All right. So that's my little beginning for today. And Eugene and Bettina and all the people joining us. And thank you. Um, oh, Eugene's in my next class. So guys, GSD with Forbes is a class I'm currently teaching right now that I love. And of course, any Sunday, if you want to come and hang out with me for two hours for $19, just go to ForbesRiley.com. All my links are there. And I will tell you what, you want to put your stake in the ground that because you've heard my voice today, your tomorrow is going to be different. Now, we talk about finishing his happiness. For the next segment, that's going to take on a whole nother meaning. So, uh, how do I introduce her? Anybody, I guess I should just start. Anybody here like sex? Just write down, you like sex. Just, just, yeah, you know, wow, okay, a whole bunch of people like it. One person's not sure. Not sure about that one. <laughs> All right, so sex. Sex is what an interesting topic. Three little letters that will just kind of mess you up. My mom, and I can only say this because she's not here, was in her mid-20s, I think, when she married my dad as a <clears throat> virgin. And she raised me to be very, very, uh, good prudish, is that the word? <laughs> Conservative, right? And I look at kids now and I look what they have access to, and man, I didn't have any of that. In fact, I was 30 years old, and if you remember Seinfeld, I used to call my parents, they would both get on the same phone because we had phones that were attached to the wall. And I'm 30 years old. I think I had something to celebrate with my birthday. I had something to drink. And I call him like, Mom, Dad, how come you never told me about sex? And my dad chimes in. He's like, well, do you know about it now? I'm like, guys, that's not the point. I had to figure it all out on my own. And I think I might have made some mistakes. Thanks a lot. Well, my guest has figured out some things that she wants to share with us. And so I would love you all to give a warm welcome to Miss Kay Jones. Kay, come on up here. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing orgasmic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Trust me, if you're listening to the show live, you want to bring on your friends or you want to share this recording with somebody. So, Miss Kay. Yes. How did you come to what you do? Okay. So, I started out as a sex blogger. Um, but before that, I had always been very sexually forward. I started learning about sex at a very young age, going to adolescent pregnancy prevention classes and <laughs> just really understanding the anatomy. And I even, you know, scheduled my virginity to be lost. Like I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. You're definitely <laughs> younger than I am. What, tell me about your mom and dad. Tell me about the environment that you grew up in. Um, so my mother raised three daughters all on her own. Um, so she was a workaholic. So I had a lot of freedom. Um, so I grew up just very, I, I took that freedom as a gift. Like I was like, okay. wow, I get to explore the world and have, you know, do whatever I want. So I went through life living a very wounded, feminine, toxic, masculine sexuality. Mm. Like I was very much doing things out of my alignment, but it was what I needed to do to learn, you know, the aspects of every type of scenario um, that one can have sexually. Like, so I ended up writing about it and people was loving it. I mean, they were like, girl, we are not having sex like that. Like <laughs> not doing that. And I'm like, what? I thought we're all out here just having a good old time. No, well, okay, let's, okay, wait, let's go back here. What were uh -huh. you writing about? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Come on. No, we're going to go as far as we can in this show. Bill, <laughs> the network shuts us down. 
I'm from Minnesota and I had just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, where it was just a lot more chocolate men available. Um, and I was just in La La Land and I was just like, wow. So I would write about the experiences that I had with those with those partners. And they so were. So how old were you at this time? Um, I was 23, 24, 25. Okay. So for you in the beginning, so this is so interesting because I do have two 19 year old kids and I do think it's important that we have some sense of, of what this is all about. And you teach this now, don't you? Yeah. Okay. So in the beginning, what do you think kids should know about sex? In the beginning, I do think children should know that it's something sacred. It's something, yeah, I want, I think they should know that it's a, it's a gift to give. It's a gift to share. Like you're giving a part of yourself to someone else. So you have to be very wise about it. You know, you have to really like this person. You have to really trust this person. You have to really be connected with this person. Just really showing them the importance of that energetic exchange because sex isn't just physical. It's very much a sacred exchange of energy. Um, so I would, I would explain it to them like that. Well, so and how it, important is it in your mind that you're comfortable with your own body first before you start sharing it with somebody else? Very. Um, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of women um, growing up in this world with, you know, the wounded parents that we have that were not able to get to the highest versions of themselves, you know, we're imprinted with that ancestral suffering. So we are born automatically limited in our feminine power. Like we haven't seen a woman example that is living her divine femininity in in a goddess form, you know? So we, we just I'm working on it. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so we just didn't have an example. So a lot of women don't love themselves. They, they find it hard to find their perfection because, you know, we're a world where we compare ourselves to everything instead of just loving your individuality and your uniqueness and just being like, wow, I'm perfect because there's nothing to compare me to. No, it's funny. And I'm going to see if I can bring her back from backstage. For those of you just joining us, I'm doing uh, today's broadcast from backstage of Caratops Theater here in Los Angeles, in Las Vegas. One of my students, one of our students, when she was two years old, she was playing with uh, around a fire and her dress exploded and she was burned all over her body. Mm-hmm. And she talked yesterday, gave the most beautiful speech about how she deals with her body and having scars and how she deals with the mirror and you know her perfection will never be anyone else's perfection people ask her sometimes how can you leave the house and she's like because i'm why why wouldn't i i write i know so and i grew up just to share with everybody because i want today's show to be as candid as possible i grew up overweight my and overweight is an interesting statement my mom was 260 pounds my whole life we didn't know about food even though i would be a dancer we would go have chocolate chip cookies and snickers bars and you know deep fried chicken and that's what we would eat that doesn't make the best body uh, and now I'm looking at, you know, I'm, I'm past that age. Uh, let's just say I, I can no longer make babies. And I look at the cover of magazines and, and plus size mannequins. And I'm like, wow, how different would have my life have been if I didn't grow up being told to hate my body? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you're, you're, you're coming of an, a certain age. But for you back then, what was sex for you? Um, it was a... It was a power thing. 
I felt powerful. <laughs> it was very much um, uh, ego booster, you know, an escape from reality back home of boredom and, you know, not feeling wanted over there. So I had to go out and feel wanted elsewhere um, through, through the wrong external experiences, you know, so I and learned writing about it, right? Huh? Uh, you're now you're writing about it and you publish this, right? I want to hear a steamy thing that you published. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Come on. So, I mean, <laughs> they were just very detailed. Like if people were to follow my, um, she orgasms page now on Instagram, like, wait, wait, wait let me stop. You heard right. Your page on Instagram is called She Orgasms with an S. She Orgasms. As multiple. O R G A S M S. Yes. Um, so I still tap into that like sensual erotic writing in my content. So you'll be able to really read and get really vivid um, insight on what it's like for our customers, you know, because we're all about allowing them to kind of connect to all of their senses during intimacy and not just intimacy with with their partner but intimacy with their self and intimacy with life like one thing that i love about you forbes is that you live orgasmically like you yeah. float, you float through life being joyful being appreciative being enthusiastic being loving like that's the orgasmic energy that you want to have with you in every phase of your life. So that's what we're all about is bringing that harmony to, to women so that they can experience that finally, no matter how their partners show up, you know? I love this. Do you recommend in your experiences that you find your true love, be monogamous, experiment? What, what's your philosophy? I think you should have fun, learn what you don't want so you know what you do want. <laughs> Because if you don't do anything, you're not going to know what you want. Thank you. You want to have all the experiences you want to have. Whatever you desire, live on those things. Because if you suppress them, you're only causing yourself harm and like detrimental to your health. So live out your desires before you get committed. Because once you're committed, you're going to, you're not going to you're going to be too curious. You're still going to be stuck on flesh. You know, you're going to be stuck on the things outside of you. Like, oh, I still want to do this. I still never done that. I still need to dabble in this. What about my exes? None of that matters when you find that soul person, like someone who you're connected to through spirit. And it's like, <sighs> that's where the orgasmic harmony comes in. Oh, I love, I, I think I love that word. And I, I would imagine that word means different things to different people, the word orgasm. How, mm -hmm. would you, how do you define it? So an orgasm, ooh, my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, because no one actually knows the definition of an orgasm. Um, they think that that's the same thing as coming, and it's completely not. So an orgasm is a euphoric, transcendent state that you reach. It's very similar to why people meditate and they want to get to that actual meditative state or people take psychedelics and they want to escape the ego, escape the body and just be pure consciousness. All of that is equivalent to the orgasm. It's a, it's a euphoric state of being. You don't actually have to release anything to orgasm. So what do you, how do you feel about women who say, I've never had an orgasm? 
And I know it's to be true because most women haven't made it to their divine self. And the orgasm is impossible to have unless it's done within surrendered love. You know, not everybody is surrendering their entire self during intimacy. It's a lot of chaos up in the mind. It's a lot of discomfort in the body. It's a lot of like discomfort just from shame or guilt or any sexual trauma women have experienced. So their bodies just aren't in a energetic alignment with the orgasm in order for it to happen. Plus, no, we've got, wait, we got one minute to my first break. We have to go off okay. to my commercial sponsors who are like, what is she talking about now? <laughs> and when we come back, I am hoping that you're going to teach us all how to be very orgasmic. Is that true? Yes. Uh, you heard it right here, Rachel and everybody back in the office, hang on to your bootstraps. Everybody who's watching live. When we come back from this break, we're taking a journey because we all deserve to be multi-orgasmic. Yes? Absolutely. Oh, I can't believe I said that. All right, you guys, you listen to the Forbes Factor Health, Wealth, and Happiness. Do not go well. We'll be right back after this message. follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel if you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms we have the most unique solution and get this it's fun and takes less than five minutes two times a day developed by fitness hall of fame inductee and tv health expert forbes riley the Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, guys, this is a crazy show. We're here in Las Vegas. I am broadcasting from backstage at Carrot Tops Theater, high atop the Luxor Hotel. Uh, if you're watching um, on my 
Facebook Live. You guys can always go to my Forbes Riley fan page on Facebook to see the visuals that we're experiencing. Uh, right now, I'm also conducting a class that's happening on the other side of this curtain where we are taking speakers and putting them on stage and getting you to feel really amazing. I call my training, if you go to this, Momentum X training.com because when you've got a message or a book or anything that you want how do you get it out there and one way is you speak about it and so Kay and I were lucky enough to connect through one of my students and I'm grateful that you opt on my show and we're talking about sex we're talking about orgasms we have you have a website called sheorgasms.com mm-hmm. yeah. when I go there what will I find Oh, so my one, my first favorite thing you'll find is the orgasmic language quiz. So a lot of people know about their love language, like what they need in order to feel the most loved. Well, there is a free quiz on our platform that um, will tell you what you need intimately in order to surrender into the orgasm. So it's a really good quiz for someone to take so that they can share with their partner and let them know, like, this is what I need from you in order for me to reach orgasm. Then you'll find our amazing line of self-formulated herbal blends. So she orgasms being our supplements, which is helping women have that align everything within their body so that they can reach orgasmic bliss. So mental relaxation, body heightened sensitivity, and the increased lubrication, the blood flow to the vulva so that the clitoris is more sensitive, all the things you need to kind of just get to that next level. Um, And then we also have journals to teach you about self-pleasure and self-love. Um, really everything to align a woman to her divine sexuality. Well, that's what we're looking for, guys. If you're joining our show today, we're looking for divine sexuality, self-love. And, and I'm not joking about it. It, may, it certainly makes me a little uncomfortable because that's how I was raised. I don't know why I was raised that way. It seems sad. Um, and I've gone through my own personal journey, and I highly recommend that you go on a journey. You go on a journey of self-love. I have people little take off their clothes and look in the mirror. And when you look at your body, what do you see? You know, I, I, I challenge you, what is, the, is one of the first things that you see is what's wrong with it? Oh, look at that little wrinkle on my belly or my thigh. That's not very helpful. That, that sends a message to your brain that you're less than. There's very few people whose body is a physical perfection. And even then, I didn't realize growing up about Photoshop. I thought the girls on the cover of magazines were that beautiful. And then I met them, and guess what? They have some pimple scars. They have a little cellulite. But they made me feel so bad about my body that for years, and then I was a professional actress and told, well, you need to go to Overeaters Anonymous or lose 15 pounds or you're not pretty until you do that. Guys, it was a horrible, deconstructed way to grow up. I overcame that because I was committed to. But I think that Kay's on a mission to not have that be the case at all, to love you and your body and yeah. who's around you, yeah? Yeah. So how does your mom and your sisters react to the journey that you're on? (laughs) They all are so proud of me. They're shocked um, because I've always been the wild child. And I'm always like, I'm not having any kids. I'm not settling down. I'm going to be doing me, you know. Um, And then I started to heal myself um, from all of that toxicity and really find the truth to who I am and really let the fullness of myself be present. Um, And then I attracted a partner who was an equivalent match for me. And it showed me that I was deserving of so much more. So I fell in love, had a baby. And now (laughs) I know. So, you know, 
it's a journey. And I think they're all just so shocked and proud to see me go through it. Well, I am too. I, I'm, I just think what you're up to is a topic that needs to be talked about and embraced and loved. Um, mm-hmm. I have two children who boy, girl twins who are turning 20. Um, and I'm also in love. And I re, uh, it's been five years with a, a beautiful man. Have you seen my partner at all? No. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can share my screen because I wanted to get your reaction to him. I'm at a time in my life, and now that I'm in my 60s, which I can't very hard time believing, that I said I wanted someone who not only made me feel beautiful, but look like he walked off the cover of a romance novel. Now, I think, yeah. I think when you're 57 years old, that's a big request, right? But mm-hmm. why not? Why and not? So, well, okay, and then I make another joke because Josh was a very interesting character. I'm going to go here to share screen. Uh, and for those of you, again, if you're on the radio, you're missing out on some of this. Uh, you can see on, let's see, so this was my husband. McDreamy. What do you think? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, if you want to follow along, you go to Instagram and type in Joshua Self, S-E-L-F dot E-S-I. And that would be, I know, right? (laughs) And here's what's interesting about this particular human. You you guys should check him out because he's a world champion, uh, fashion model and bodybuilder. I definitely genetically, he's extraordinary. (laughs) Uh, He's my partner. And it's a funny thing because he is the most monogamous, healthy partner you would ever imagine. And when you look at him, you would not think that. Mm-hmm. In fact, that was very hurtful when we got together. He's 17 years younger. Mm. I don't see the age, and I don't think he does either, uh, because we wouldn't be together if we did. You know, I technically graduated high school the day he was born. I get it. <laughs> we moved on a little bit from then. And he makes me feel so wonderful and amazing. And when he says to me, he's like, I don't want anyone else. I don't want to be – it's it's the most loyal thing. And I think at this point in my life – that is what I needed. And I will tell you, just talking about him is orgasmic. How do you mm-hmm. like him? Yes. And that's how life should be. That's all it is. Every moment choosing to show up orgasmically, you know, rather it be focusing on something that gives you a better feeling or focusing on what you're, what you're grateful for, looking at something beautiful, just really being present, you know, feeling things through all of your senses. That's, that's living orgasmically. All right, now let's talk about some issues. I deal, I do a lot of traumatic healing of people who were hurt sexually, emotionally, and physically when they were young. Mm-hmm. How does your conversation go to that for them? Mm. You know, it's really different per person. Um, I think a lot of people heal in very different ways. Uh, Some people, they simply want to forgive. So they talk about it so that they can forgive and forget and move forward. Um, Some people have to do actual detoxes to their bodies. You know what I mean? Like doing a yoni detox and really energetically taking that energy from your womb space. Like that's a powerful thing to do. Um, And then some people, I... I will. I recommend doing doing that second one. It's just a combination of. Well, wait, wait, tell us what that is, because I don't think a lot of people just got what you said. So, so trauma gets held in your sacral, your sacral chakra area, your womb space, right? 
So it's important to detox that. Like how you would physically detox your colon, you have to energetically detox parts of your body as well. Is that something that you do? You teach? No, no, okay. I don't. Do you recommend um, somebody? <laughs> um, you can honestly um, do it yourself. Like if you're connected, once you learn your body and you get connected with your body, um, speaking with your body is just as important. I think people don't know to dissociate themselves from their body. Like you are not your body just as much you, as you aren't your house, but you live in this body. So you have to treat this body a certain way and learn this body a certain way and forgive the body for what it has done in the past. And I think forgiving your body, it does a lot of help to just even loving yourself again. So it's as simple as that. That can be a detox, you know, for that. And I do think that that's really important. When if a woman were to say to you, I'm not orgasmic or I've never had one, what do you do with them? I start with some inner child healing. Um, I really go back, back, back and learn them and what their traumas are and what's really who taught them how to love, who taught them about sex and, you know, growing up in this patriarchal world that we live in, um, we weren't given proper education about our pleasure, you know, because we're just seen as someone who are to have the baby and to be these tools for men to do and treat however they want to do. And And so a lot of women haven't found their power yet. So, I'm just so, so, so drawn to helping those women find their power. So how do you do that? Because I want people to be able to take advantage of what you're doing. I have a lot of people, a lot of interest right now. Uh, Bettina is talking about the Yoni steam. Cece is going, I want to know more about this. Jojo is here. Yes. What? So tell us what you do. So, so first, I think starting people off with our herbal supplements is getting you energetically into the orgasmic space automatically. Um, I don't know if people follow along much with intentions, but you know, my mom used to always say, you know, you don't eat everybody food. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know the energy that someone is putting into something, right? So the energy that I put into our supplements is orgasmic. I'm just an orgasmic woman. It's how I've been since I was 12. (laughs) We're getting steamy here, guys. (laughs) So so the supplements in itself, it just puts you into an orgasmic, orgasmic state of being, meaning that it quiets your mind. So many people's minds is either in the past or it's in the future, but it's never in the present moment enjoying what the body is experiencing. So these supplements really take you out of your head and into your body. It's going to heighten the sensitivity so that you feel everything on a whole nother level, just a blow, you know, on your neck is going to send chills down your spine. So then it's regulating the blood flow to your vagina so that that is aroused a lot quicker. So no matter now, men aren't giving women the amount of foreplay that they need in order to become fully aroused. Yeah. It's like getting the water boiling before you then, you know what I mean? You don't just throw the rice in some cold. Yeah, otherwise you're looking at a wet noodle. Come on guys. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> getting it warmed up. Yeah. So, so my pot warmed, you know, I'm looking at some of the, um, the ingredients, by the way, you have the cutest logo. You guys have to go to sheorgasms.com <laughs> and look at her little, uh, I can't even say it on the camera here. It's a very it's cute logo. It's what? <laughs> It's, it's an what? apricot. It's an apricot. Yeah, okay. 
Well, huh, you know when you slice an avocado, there's a nut inside? Well, inside her avocado is a vagina. And it's like, wow, that's an interesting view on it. Um, <laughs> and so here's the thing. I'm looking, but I'm looking at what you put in your, in your products. And I'm looking at the ashwanga and the damiana and things that I don't even understand, the ohimbe and wild yam. You guys, there's a lot of amazing ingredients in mm-hmm. your supplements that really are yeah. designed to stimulate your body on every level. And I think that that is so important. I'm going to urge everyone to go to your site. Do you teach a class and all this as well? Um, so that's coming soon. We do a lot of um, Zoom things where people can sign up for like events that we throw randomly. Um, but most of the time um, it's one-on-one coaching. Like I do a lot of um, coachings on one-on-one women will reach out and then just end up being coached by me and turned into a whole nother confident orgasmic woman. Well, and I, it's funny, and I, in all seriousness, because we're going to run out of time here shortly, I'm just going to say how much I endorse this and how much I love the idea of you as a woman, whoever you are listening to us right now, that to own your body, your sexuality, your choice, your pleasure, what you enjoy doing, and not to be told that it's wrong or shameful. And yeah. for me personally, guys, it's been a really long journey. Like I said, I came from a very, very conservative background. Come here for a second. Are you going on stage? So we're talking about chi orgasms. What kind of orgasms? Yeah, any kind. Oh so, my God. I know. Do you have a little seat here? Come here. So I want you to meet Kay. Guys, my co MC. have a seat right here. This is Dee. We are literally on stage if you're joining us now at the, uh, at the um, which is in Carrot Top Theater. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about chi orgasms. Okay. Now, for you, oh. what does that word mean? Okay. Nice it, and loud. It, it means um, explosive pleasure mm-hmm. of any kind, really. As a matter of fact, at one point in my life, I was going to write a book, and I'm going to revisit it. I even designed the cover for it, but never wrote the book. And it was called Orgasm of the Heart. So I want to have a heartgasm. <laughs> like, you guys are like seriously mm-hmm. sisters under the because, skin. I didn't even know that when you walked yeah. back here. Yes, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if I have a heartgasm, the great things are going to come out of my mouth that are going to give pleasure to everyone. Mm-hmm. And hey, I, come on. I told her the only way an orgasm can happen is through surrendered love. And that mm-hmm. is when you allow your heart to love in an unconditional way. Oh, that, that is so true. Because actually, on a physical level, I learned that orgasm is not really um, as much about the physical as it is about the mental and about the spiritual. Because I went for years never, ever having an orgasm. But then when I went into my mind and I opened up on the inside on and was able to receive those feelings, you know, sometimes I can have an orgasm even if nobody's touching me because, you know, I'm just open to that energy. So. Yeah. Okay, and I'm going to share with you. That's yeah. a funny thing you just said that. I, I'm very much in love with Joshua. And there was a moment where he in the, he woke up in the morning and he was running his hands through my hair and my head. And I'm squirming all over the bed. All he's doing is touching my hair and my head. And at some point, I just screamed. Uh, it was like, it, because it was about love and intimate. And I could feel it go down my spine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dear God, thank you. It took me too long to get to that. But thank you for letting me understand what that connection feels like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I oh love this. I, I think I'm getting ready to orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the radio. There's like oh, a lot sorry. of... <laughs> All right. So this is going to be interesting. Uh, and because she's next to 
Oh, I love it. Helps. Chocolate helps? <laughs> yes. Wait, <laughs> I got a little white chocolate, some dark chocolate. I found chocolate. out that there's only two places that energy is released into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's through our vocal cords. In and your also- vagina. Yes. So that's very Look at this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope all, you know, I don't want to be squirming. I just want us to have this amazing conversation. Why do you think it's so difficult to talk about sex? Because people have put a stigma around it and they've clothed it in shame and it's not really mm-hmm. supposed to be dressed like that. We're supposed to be able to be open. We're supposed to be able to be human. We're supposed to be able to be who we are and expressive and let us know that we need to change our mindset so that we can live free. Yeah. Please make a guest appearance in your book when you write it because you are just here yeah. with me, girl. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Well, I have. Oh, the, oh, and the, the next book, the the, the, the uh, orgasm. orgasm of the heart. Yes, yes absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> we're gonna call this. We're gonna call Auburn the mm-hmm. big O. Hey, is Kelly out there? If you see her, um, oh, she went to lunch. She did. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Because I, I was explaining I'm to her because I'm getting ready to go on stage. All right, go, okay. go, go, okay. be brilliant. Thank you, and I will, nice to meet you. You are awesome. Like, well, that's the, Love you. Hey, you guys. So, like I said, the reason today's show is as fun as it is is we are backstage here at Carrot Tops Theater in Las Vegas doing a whole giant speaker training retreat, getting people to get their messages out. And my focus today is to truly help Kay get her message out about orgasmic bliss being more than just sexual, not something that we need to hide in shame. And, you know, we all have found our way. For me, uh, I used to love the word sexy. I love defining all kinds of words. And I redefine the word sexy. You know what it means, Ms. Kay? S-E-X-Y, seeing excellence in yourself. Girl, I am damn sexy. And it took me a I know it took a long time of looking in the mirror and not finding the things that don't work, but loving the things that do. Mm-hmm. And, and then, find, you know what, and then like you said, you drew a partner in. A lot of single people right now are listening to this going, well, good for you guys. I'm, I'm stuck. I'm angry. There's nobody out there. What would you say to them? So everything that they are requesting that a partner does for them and gives them, they need to do it for themselves first. And that's as simple as even validating your feelings or taking you out on dates or giving you foot rubs. Do all of those things for yourself. You know, love yourself unconditionally before you expect someone else to love you unconditionally. And once you make that drastic shift to truly loving yourself on an internal deep level, you're gonna attract a partner that is just going to, ugh. Mm. Well, let me ask another question. Okay, so we as women here, we're talking about it, we're sharing. Don't you think guys have to be in on this conversation too? Absolutely, because they think that they have a whole different approach when they think about women and really if I'm being honest men don't know how to respect women they don't respect our emotions they don't respect our feelings they think that we're crazy and we're emotional when really that's our greatest feminine power is our emotion Mm. and if you really learn from it in a way to grow instead of getting defensive or combative, they could really evolve into great divine masculine men. But most of the time they take it as like um, criticism and they don't take it well, you know? Do you, are you currently holding retreats of any kind? Um, ooh, no, I'm not right now. But I do do, um, I am working on one with a lady out in Dominican Republic 
um, that's going to be a sacred sexuality retreat. So when people just follow the She Orgasms platform, they'll be notified about it when it's time for that again. Oh, I think you're going to have a lot of people following you, my girl. And I'm very excited. And I love that that D just popped in here. Again, not a subject that we talk about, but if we all did and we enjoyed it, let me touch on something a little awkward at the moment. There's a lot of sexual identity going on, issues there. What's your take on what's happening and maybe why it's coming to fruition now? Ooh, that's that's a deep question, girl. Why are you trying to get me? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> um, I think that the world is living um, very sexually broken. Um, so the first person that shows someone love or attention, they think that sex is what they're supposed to give for that love. So a lot of people are, you know, mistaken the unconditional love with sex. They're thinking, since I love this person, I should too have sex with them, but not realizing that love is more about loving someone where they're at mm -hmm. instead of it being something physical. So it's just I'm a gonna lot put, of trauma. I'm going to put forth that what you're teaching and maybe this show and other things like this should be considered to be taught in schools. You talked about it like I did. Uh, I went uh, in fifth, for we fifth grade, 10 years old, and we mm -hmm. saw about women having their period. They never talked about intimacy. They never talked about pleasure. They never talked about partnership. They never talked about the difference between men and women, what they want, what they shouldn't be doing. You too, you probably had a very clinical examining of what this is, mm -hmm. but where was the emotion? Where was the heart? Exactly. you agree that that's never taught? It's never taught because men know that once women harness their feminine power, we would be in control and we would have too much power and it will just be too much. So the men had to really dilute that and make our femininity about the color pink and about having babies and about Barbie dolls when it's really not about that. And I think it should be being taught because when women don't know about their feminine pleasure, then they go out doing things that basically harm them yeah you know i only know by what i personally raised i have a son and a daughter my son comes home one day he's six foot four got a twin sister he's definitely masculine and he says to me mom i'm the new president of the feminist club and i'm like what he's like yeah he said, the, the president left and they need some help they need to get their feminine products into the bathrooms they need somebody a strong leadership and i thought that I, and you know what's funny is i thought you know it's because i raised you to not think about the differences, but to help. And that women are amazing. He loves his mother. He loves his sister. I've watched him with his girlfriend, the level of respect that, but he had to be taught this because I think the music you're listening to, the, the schools you go to are not teaching you to be an amazing guy. He came home one day and said, mom, he said, help me understand this. Do I hold the door open for the girl or not? Sometimes I hold it open, they yell at me. Like, I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do here. So I think part of us is women. We have confused men about how to be in this world with us. And I'm going to take this conversation as such a great start of being healthy. And I'd like to continue this conversation with you. I really do think that you're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I mean, loving the conversation. I can go on and on and on. <laughs> I know. And I want to go on and on with a group of people. I want to hear, like I, like I just brought Dee in. Mm -hmm. It would be fascinating to hear women. I do a mastermind and I may bring you into this because I don't ever had a conversation about sex. Yeah, a lot of women haven't. It would be powerful for you to do something like that because you don't know how many women don't have a safe space to talk to someone about it. Instead, they feel so much shame and they hold it in. And that's just 
messing with them internally. So it would be so powerful for you to connect women in that way. I appreciate that. And Bettina and Cece and all the, Elise and all the amazing people who are watching us right here, care of Facebook. What's your email, why we want to go there and your message for the world in the minute we've got left. Yes. Okay. So my name is Kay Jones. And if you want to reach out to me directly, my email is K-A-Y at S-H-E-O-R-G-A-S-M-S dot com. That's K-S-S-H-E-O-R-G-A-S-M-S dot com. You can find all of our products and all about the team and everything at www.sheorgasms.com. Our Instagram is the best. Um, so beware that is at she orgasms as well. And my message to the world is just, you deserve it. You deserve to come first. You deserve to put yourself first. You deserve to live orgasmically. And we are here to make sure you get all the tools necessary to make that happen. Oh, I just got to give you a big virtual hug, my girl. I, for all of you who are listening, I want to say very thank you to Kay Jones uh, and the whole concept of going to She Orgasms because what are we talking about here? We're talking about you, your health, your sexual health, your spiritual health, and mm-hmm. truly taking you to a level of bliss, yes. of orgasm. And I, I know I've ever said that word on my show before, but I will tell you what, what it means is to be enlightened, happy, loving you so you're a vessel to love other people and that's what this show and my mission is all about you guys so from the bottom of my heart and other body parts that i'm not going to mention because today's show is too damn sexy um thank you all for listening and being a part of our world you're listening to forbes factor where we focus on health wealth and happiness and today i think forbes factor was wildly orgasmic oh wait till they read that press release bye everybody for now i'll see you again next time be well Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.